The future's toughest cop is Katie Coltrane. I'm back. And now, she's getting a new partner. His name is Teddy. Hit me. He's a dinosaur. You two solved this case together. Oh, what? What? It's a dinosaur. New partner, Coltrane? <laughs> He's got the style. I'm here for a new look. Step right up. Push the button. He's a cop. You gotta make him look like a real cop. I'm too sexy for my clothes. That thing at the table just clacked at me. He's got horns for you. It's very normal. He's got the charm. <laughs> your mind shut down and your glands have taken over. And he's got the appetite. You cannot eat our only suspect. To come out. Yes. On time. <laughs> Both. I'm amazing. New Line Cinema presents... Are you think you're going to get somebody? <laughs> Whoopi Goldberg. Can you just slide your butt? Yeah, that's great. Like that? And introducing... Ooh, Teddy. Sweets. Ah. One a customer. <laughs> Theodore Rex. It's a tale. You'll never forget. I love when he does that. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Big Dumb Movie, where we discuss a different Big Dumb Movie every episode. I'm your host, Corey, and I'm here with my co-host, Alan. Hello. And Steve. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why so sad, Steve? Did you not watch that movie just now? I tried. I, I, had, a, I had a tough time with it, to be honest. Um, well... We should start off right. Today is May the 4th. That's the date of this recording. May so the 4th be with you. Happy Star Wars Day, fellas. Um, in honor of Star Wars Day, we watched Theodore Rex. <laughs> that has nothing to do with Star Wars at all. <laughs> no, but I had to get my Star Wars reference in. Get it in early. We should have forced today to be one of the prequel days. Yeah, Whatever. you're right. Yeah, too late it's now. too late. We watched this abomination. Yeah. Yeah, that's all right. I reviewed that recently anyway. At least one of them. Um <laughs> So, we watched Theodore Rex, which came out in 1995. It's a film that has a 0% critic score on Rotten Tomatoes. Generous. And it is directed by a guy called Jonathan Batool, I believe is the pronunciation. Yeah, he also, this guy wrote The Last Starfighter. That's one of your yeah, favorites, right? absolutely one of my favorites. And, and the guy who directed it had, was trying relatively recently to get a sequel made, but... Uh, yeah, I that, that unbelievable, and I believe he retired from filmmaking after this movie. Yes, he directed nothing after Theodore Rex. Yeah, I, I think, and I think he specifically said that it was because the studio screwed this one up so badly he just didn't want to do it anymore. Yeah, that's that's a rough one. I yeah. could see that happening. Yeah, unfortunate for this guy. Um, Theodore Rex is a movie that, uh, much like Alan, with every movie. I had heard about, but I'd never seen. Have either of you guys seen Theodore Rex up until today? Never all the way through. Only clips. I have not. I've only seen. I remember the poster. I remember it coming out. And I remember seeing a clip or two. Yeah, I saw that I poster saw a lot it. of places, it seems yeah. like. Like maybe like at um, local video rental stores. Yeah. It's one yeah. of those things I would see, but I would never pick. Where she's right. like shoulder to shoulder and they're like leaning on each other. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I always went with the safe picks as a kid, like Bill and Ted. Something oh, I know and love, yeah. you know? Right. Well, I mean, I was 12 when this came out, so I should have been in the right age bracket. But I don't I don't even remember it being out. My only memory of it, kind of what you guys said, was I think seeing it on VHS at the video rental store. 
Well, because it didn't come out in Oh, theaters. that's right. That's right. It didn't. Oh, you know what? That's right. That's right. Because it ended up... They made this movie for like 33 million bucks. It was supposed to go to theaters. It ended up going straight to home video. And because they'd made it on such a big budget, it was for a long time anyway the record holder for most expensive movie to ever go straight to video. Wow. Yeah. We review a lot of record holders. We do bad records. You said 30, <laughs> 33 million for 33 this. Million. And this, that's in $95. That is non inflation adjusted. 33 million. Yeah. For this dinosaur movie. Right? It's hard to believe. It is. Where'd it all go? Whoopi, I guess. Yeah. So what happened with Whoopi Goldberg, who's the star of this? I know that she... Well, okay. I, I, So it's not totally unusual for studios to do these deals with celebrities where they'll produce something the celebrity wants to make in exchange for an agreement that that person will appear in something else later at the studio's discretion. And I think I remember hearing this was one of those situations that she'd gotten them to do something else. And the agreement was, well, you have to appear in a, appear then in a movie we choose. And this ended up being what they chose. And she agreed to, to do it like back in 92 without knowing it was going to turn out the way it, it, it ended up being. Like two thirds of the way through production, I think, or maybe earlier, she sued them to try to get out of doing it. And they ended up upping her pay to seven million bucks to get get her to stay was pretty big money in 95 yeah, that's, that's a lot of their budget yeah i want to know what she thought this was supposed to be where she originally agreed to do it i think it's one of those things where she, when she agreed to do it there was no script yet because it was three years before they started making anything i think somebody pitched her something vaguely like this like future sci-fi and dinosaurs and cop <laughs> right here cop. she said all right you know something like that sounds fine and yeah. this is this is what i heard on the topic it was a, a verbal contract that she agreed to <laughs> So she agreed to do this film, like Steve said, a little bit before. And then when it came around to doing it and she got the script and everything, that's when she was like, no, I don't, I'm not doing that shit. Right. Like, well, it's a contract. <laughs> they went to court, like Steve said. Yeah. They paid her more and she did it, essentially. That's how you know it's bad. She agrees to do it. And then when she sees what it is, she's just out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. why you shouldn't sign up before there's a script. Oh, <laughs> God. And how did this get approved did they do any like panels or ask anybody or any reviews yeah or it must have sounded like a better idea in the boardroom <laughs> like i don't know i think they just like they must have had like leftover costumes from the fucking set of that sitcom dinosaurs that tgif <laughs> sitcom <laughs> i love and that they're show. like let's just use these and make a movie at least that's what i would think but then again maybe not because as much as this movie cost they probably had to make everything yeah yeah, I, I, you know, I, I know that it's, it's a weird thing to think about, but they like have to spend a certain amount of money per year making movies because it works better for like their taxes or something that way. And there are a lot of times where they're, they've got a projected budget and they're just like, all right, well, we're 40 million bucks under for the projected for the year. What are we going to make? What's uh, half the time they, they find somebody and they just say, write something. Other times they'll, there have been instances where they've pulled scripts out of their vaults that they bought 15 or 20 years before and just made them because they needed to get something made. Like, it's weird. Interesting. It's, yeah. it's the machine. They have to just keep making movies. Right. What are some like, examples of those kind of movies that were just made to, like, hit their mark that year? This. Uh, yeah, this probably. <laughs> yeah, I guess you're right. You know, I've read about a few. I'm having difficulty thinking of a big one off the top of my head. Um, and there have been a couple of examples I mean, I know there were instances like – it's a little bit different, but like Clint Eastwood bought the script for the movie Unforgiven like 35 years before he actually made the movie. 
because he wanted to wait until he was old enough to play the lead part. Um, That's interesting. Right. But I, 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 something I'd have to look up again. But I know there have been instances in the past where it's like the studio had this script floating around for five years or seven years in a vault somewhere and then finally decided to make it out of nowhere. And yeah. The Emoji Movie? Probably <laughs> something like the Emoji Movie. No, I think that's one of those ones where they were just like, we need to spend money on something. What do we make? And they're like, kids like emojis. Make an Emoji Movie. <laughs> Fucking abomination. Right. Let's review it. No. No. <laughs> no. I'm I'm burned out after Steve this movie. the line. Right? It's like I'd rather be thrown into your freezer. <laughs> All right. So uh, let's talk about the actual film, Theodore Rex. So I guess the premise is um, Whoopi Goldberg is like this cyborg cop in the future. Now, in this future, there's also dinosaurs that are like humanoid dinosaurs that are about, you know, the size of people are about, you know, five, nine, five, ten. And they, uh, I don't know, they just have the same intelligence level as people and they live among us. They wear clothes because they're, they were cloned by some guy. They take showers and brush their teeth. Yeah, exactly. They spend a really long time doing it. What is the point of like cloning human like dinosaurs? They've like you said, they're about human size. They've got roughly human intelligence. But they're, they've got the tails and the claws, and they, they don't eat meat. It's like, what's the point? What do these things exist for? I don't know. They uh, just have none of. They don't serve a special purpose in the community. They just like all have their own jobs. Like one's like a singer. Like one's like a cop. Yeah, our main guys they just have cop. like regular jobs. Right. This movie's like Blade Runner meets Ghost in the Shell meets Island of Doctor Moreau meets Jurassic Park meets Vomit. Like, <laughs> I would also throw in a, a meets uh, Bright, but Bright came out oh, like two yeah. years ago. But <laughs> like, very similar vibes. Yeah, I mean, they got that same kind of like, you know, as as we've reviewed recently, that like detective style movie where it's like they're solving a case. Yeah. Well, I, and there was a big rush of that in the early 90s. Like all of a sudden there was a, a really, I would say going back to the late 80s, you start something like Body Heat, Larry Kasdan's Body Heat. Uh, which won an Academy Award, a great movie. There's a period between then and like 95 where reaching back, doing a lot of 30s noir-inspired stuff was, was real big. Saw it hit a lot of different movies. Yeah, Dick Tracy was a... Yeah, well, and that one's one of my favorites, man. The art direction in that film was stellar. I mean, that movie looks great. Even if you don't like the film, and I do, but even if you don't, it just looks fucking fantastic. They nailed it. I have weird memories of being really into that movie at like a not age appropriate, like (laughs) I was like four or something. Right. Yeah. I saw it in a theater and I just immediately, I mean, I've always had a copy of it on home video. I've got, I think I've got multiple at home right now. Like I love that movie. Absolutely. Alan, you ever see Dick Tracy as a kid? I remember that movie, but I never saw it. Do you remember like the Dick Tracy, like craze that was kind of around that time yeah i remember it, like a lot of kids just like to say the word dick so, yeah like, they would say dick tracy it's just like an excuse to say dick <laughs> dick grayson dick yeah oh yeah there's another one i want to go back a minute because this movie barely <sighs> makes sense after watching it and everything they explained you only get after watching the whole movie but this movie starts with the text intro and it just jumps from zero to 60 like that. The whole intro starts explaining about the, his evil plan to wipe out the humans. And Once upon a time in the future. At midnight tomorrow, billionaire Elazar Cage will launch his new Eden missile to bring on another ice age. 
After mankind is extinct, Cain will reanimate the pairs of all Earth's animals he keeps frozen in his ark and create his vision of paradise. One hour ago, two workers escaped from the New Eden compound and are racing to tell the police about Cain's master plan. It, what does the beginning even say? It just goes so it, crazy. This guy's invented like a missile that can force another ice age to start and on a certain day he's planning on launching it and killing most of the living things on earth they tell you this in the very beginning yeah. before anything happens so there's no mystery in it by the time the two of them get to him at the end it's like well we knew that it's a very like, interesting tactic to give away the bad guy's plan at the beginning instead of the end right like, how many Bond movies would people sit through if there was a tax crawl at the beginning? It's like, here's what he's going to do. The very like, beginning. Yeah, literally. Before you see any actors on screen, it's that text and it explains the bad guy's plot. Yeah. And it's confusing. Because like, we we finished watching it, but just watching it for the first time, it's very confusing. Yeah. And you know what the goal is, but how they on. try to get there is what you don't understand. Yeah. I still don't understand why he's doing it. Why is he doing it? And who are the grid, who are the grid police? They never explain. Yeah, that. Why are they called the grid police? Like, and what is the ninja grid? Yeah, like what are the, the ninja grid? grid? Is where the where the one Japanese guy lives, the yeah. toy maker. It's like dude, it's fucking so segregated. There's one Asian guy. There's a lot of there. racist undertones. There's like right. Whoopi Goldberg is a racist in yeah. this movie. I know she's a specious. <laughs> Whatever. Specious. specious. She she hates dinosaurs. Dinophobic. She fucking hates him. She's like, he's a dinosaur. He can't be my partner. Coltrane, there's been a homicide and your name came up. Am I a suspect? Uh, actually, it was a dinocide. A dinosaur is dead. Teddy Rex, meet Katie Coltrane. Hi. You two solved this case together. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. What? What? Teddy's in public relations, but I'm field promoting him temporarily. He's a dinosaur. Come on. He graduated from the academy just like you did. He's a dinosaur. You're not a species, are you? <laughs> Get me results by prime time tomorrow, and I'll double your regular commissions. He's a dinosaur. Come on. Hey, Coltrane, straighten up and fly right. This is your chance for a comeback. Don't blow it. He's a dinosaur. <laughs> dirty, like, damn yeah, dirty dinosaurs. We, we get it. Come on. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> There was that scene where the dinosaurs made the pass at her, though. <laughs> at yeah, yeah. Yo, God, that creepy uh, rhinoceros. Not rhinoceros, triceratops. Yeah, that, that, that was thing weird. was fucking like strange. Everything about this movie. Because there's some point where, like, so they're trying to solve a crime. The Whoopi Goldberg, who's a cop, and her new partner, this thing, Theodore Rex, T-Rex. They all call him Teddy. They go to this nightclub. And at the bar, that's that's where she gets hit on, right? Yeah, by the other dinosaurs. Yeah, they're like trying to bang Whoopi Goldberg. Like that's weird. Taking, I don't know. How are the dynamics of that sort of interspecies sex even played out? Like, I don't really want to know, but that's an interesting thought. Mm, Whoopi Goldberg and a dinosaur. Oh, that's a scenario I do not want to imagine at all. Forget it. Cats out of the bag. Right. So, uh, I mean, what to talk about? So, it's a buddy cop film, right? Yeah, yeah, I would say I, I would say it's a buddy cop film, kind of, sort of attempting to be like a sci-fi cyberpunk noir mystery at the same time, and it just unilaterally fails <laughs> at everything. It's not yeah. even like a buddy cop film. There's no dynamic. It's a fucking dinosaur, right? He's a dinosaur. It's a little bit buddy cop, a little bit what buddy. Cop? Yeah. Well, Whoopi Goldberg hates dinosaurs. 
and her cop or her partner is a dinosaur, obviously. So that's that's a thing. Now there's usually an arc, right? Yeah, I mean, you look at something like like Alien Nation, which started off being a feature film and then was adapted to a TV show. I think both were good, but the movie was better. It's basically the same storyline. A human cop gets paired with an alien partner, and there's this acceptance factor that goes along with it. Like, but it's they did it well there. As well, to, they didn't do it at all here. She just was yeah. like, by the end, she was just fine. Like at some point, she was just fine with him. Like, yeah. But they never really have like he doesn't like save her, and she's like. Well, thanks for saving me, but I still don't like you kind of thing. Right. You know, they didn't like kind of build to it. At some point, she just is no longer having a problem with him. I just, you know, wouldn't want you marrying one of my children. <laughs> the, din- the dinosaur that loves cookies. He yeah. lives off cookies and some other weird like plant jelly. What was that shit? Hey, he why does he like cookies so much? Yeah, he likes cookies and some like algae food because he's a vegetarian but he's a t-rex get it he's yeah a, not really he's a recovering <laughs> he's a recovering carnivore yeah that's the way he describes it recovering yeah. carnivore. it's like it's almost insulting <laughs> hey i'm the one that should be insulted right. and he doesn't believe in violence so he's the worst dinosaur i've ever seen uh. he doesn't eat meat he doesn't believe in violence he's this weird humanoid Boring dinosaur. He's a liberal pussy, goddammit. Yeah, he sucks. That he ain't no American. <laughs> there is the Worst one scene up. where he almost eats the ninja because he gets pissed off, but of course he doesn't. The toy maker. Yeah. All right, so let's get to the toy maker. Let's see if we can uh, follow some plot lines here. It's the key maker from the Matrix. Except this story is more complicated than that somehow. <laughs> <laughs> um. So... I mean, what happens? So okay, so they're trying to solve this mystery, right? They get attacked by these goons every now and then. It happens. They don't really ever fight them off. They just kind of luck out of the situation. Like the bad guys are kind of like half Jawa, half Foot Clan. I don't even know what to think of them. Yeah, I I said this when we were watching it, but they remind me of like goons out of Batman and Robin. Yeah, they got yeah, like these weird, like colorful outfits with dreads and goggles and. I don't know, yeah. man. They, they just look like they're going to a club. There's a lot of mixed themes. Those those guys was one of those areas. I thought they it looked like they were trying to pull from cyberpunk stuff and didn't didn't work. The movie the the whole thing starts off with what they call a dino side from the dinoologist. Dinoologist. Yeah, or, that's right. I, yeah, I don't think she's. So yeah, they call it a dino side, but which a, which is a, a homicide. Yeah, it's yeah, the dinosaur. So a dinosaur gets killed, and then Teddy has some kind of like psychic connection that he very vaguely explains that he can feel it or communicate, and they're like somehow linked to, together. Five, slow down. No, it's just fossils creep me out. Why is that? Oh, I can feel my ancestors. You know. Whoa, 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 whoa. Your ancestors? Yeah, staring at me, talking to me. Yeah, right. What are they saying? Well, they, they want me to follow my heart, do the right thing, the usual. Please. And you could hear his ancestors and other dinosaurs. So he has to find out why this dinosaur got murdered. So, so what is that about? What is the psychic link, Alan? Explain it in detail. Many chlorians. <laughs> <laughs> I can't because the movie doesn't tell you anything in detail. They just touch on it like they have some kind of like vague powers where they can communicate and when they're in the museum he says he can hear his ancestors speaking to him and it's just like some kind of extra sensory perception 
um, of other dinosaurs, and they're somehow linked together. It's stupid. Do you recall what he says his ancestors are telling him? Um, Follow your heart. Follow your heart. That sounds like something ancient Tyrannosaurus Rex would tell its ancestors. I don't even know. Yeah. Follow your heart. One of the older dinosaurs does tell him to not. To give up or something. But he's like, he's like give up on trying to be a cop. Yeah. He so, tells him to give up. You're not good at it. You're generally clumsy, and it's just not for you, quite frankly. That ain't dino work. So, yeah, they have <laughs> some kind of dino force power they never explain. <laughs> yeah, so again, I guess the whole plot is they're trying to figure out who killed this one dinosaur, right? And um, they they go around the city looking up, looking into clues that... They don't really find... It's never, like, really clear. It's like, look, we found a clue. Let's go here. They just happen to go to a place and then talk to someone. Like, they go to the guy's funeral. Yeah. Right? And they... Actually, that's when uh, Teddy, the T-Rex guy, takes home the uh, singer from the nightclub. Oh, Yeah, really? that's an obnoxious side story. Yeah, that's... I know. It's pretty good. It's romantic, bro. Oh, absolutely. Have a heart, also, Steve. Yeah. They also <laughs> call the funeral a recycling. That was kind of creepy and awkward. Just referring referring to it as a recycling. Oh, we're going to Oliver's recycling. Like, yeah, because they uh, they turn them into like oil and they fuel their cars or something. Or no, they creepy. feed it to plants. What's I don't know what the fuck. <laughs> it's stupid. None I feel of like I've said I don't know what the fuck's going on in our last three reviews way too many times. Yeah, there's well, no it's way very to know. appropriate for this movie. Yeah, they don't they don't explain anything. It's totally nonlinear. It's just like here's some things that happened along the way. The editing in this movie is so bad, it's really hard to tell like what happens in between scenes sometimes. Right. But I'm pretty sure when uh, Teddy Theodorus Rex takes home Molly Rex to his apartment and they start like dancing, they start slow dancing. Um, it like cuts and then like she's putting on this ring. I'm pretty sure in between that they fucked. <laughs> it's just that the editing sucks so much you can't really tell. I've got some news for you, Theodore. I'm carrying your egg. I had a hard time <laughs> carrying your aid, deciphering which scenes even mattered to the story. None of I them. I felt like it was just a lot of things happening they for no reason. They could have gone from the opening crawl to the last 10 minutes. Like the rest of it didn't matter at all. <laughs> well, I mean, at some point they, um, they find out they got to get to the toy maker. Which Alan was talking about earlier. Oh, who lives in the ninja grid? <laughs> yeah, he lives in the ninja grid. <laughs> what is the ninja grid? Now, where would our killer get a weapon like this? Only one name comes to mind. In techno kill circles, he's known as the toy maker. Toy maker. So where do we find him? He runs a dead storage company as a cover. It's called Dragon Tail Dead Storage Company. Somewhere in the ninja grid. Good luck, Coltrane. So they somehow find out that the toy maker made the little like butterfly bomb that killed the dinosaur whose death they're investigating so they go to his place this is a pretty interesting scene actually so they, they go to- <laughs> <laughs> i can't wait to hear you defend that statement. Not, i'm not saying it's good i'm just saying <laughs> things happen and i can describe them right. okay? okay so they go to the toy maker's place and they're looking for this guy but instead they encounter i guess his toys so there's like a little puppet that comes up out of a box that's like talking shit and is like, hey, get out of here. What, what are you doing is here? that thing? What <laughs> was purple it? purple thing? Yeah. Like this humanoid little creature thing? It looked like a golem. Like, what is it? Someone explain it to me. Like, I said, what the fuck? Like, out loud, I think. Right? <laughs> like, why is this happening in this movie? What was it? Like, what is it? Yeah, I, I mean, I, I'm guessing here. I have no idea. You know, Corey, you've seen it recently. There's a scene in Blade Runner where... um. 
Pris meets J.R. Sebastian and he takes her into his apartment and he's got the two little people dressed up and they're supposed to be biological toys, basically, that he's made for himself. They're like his friends. Right. I, I kind of got the feeling this was supposed to be that kind of moment. Like this little guy was made by the toy maker like as a like as a goof or to have come. But like they never say there's no explanation. It's just like here's this tiny human thing that lives in the bag for some fucking reason. And he reason. just kind of like shows up. Yeah. It just happens. And and where did it come from? Why is it there? It's that yeah. same Blade Runner concept that you just described, but just done absolutely wrong. It yeah. just goes to show that any concept can be good or bad. Right. No matter how it is on paper. Fuck. Because it's basically the same thing. And this one was really bad. Yeah. Yeah, really fucking bad. Yeah. All right. So the toy maker. He's Ugh. a guy that is um, dressed like a Mortal Kombat character. Right. When they call, they say he lives in the ninja grid, but he's dressed like a samurai. Those are different things. Oh, shit. <laughs> fucked up this time. I'm about to have a neckbeard moment. Let's keep going. And it somehow <laughs> turns into a scene or some... I was confused here. I don't know why. That Teddy decides to buy guns from him. And he ends up pulling out, like, several huge guns. I, I still don't know why... They're going to gonna try to get that. info out of him. And they're, like, posing as gun buyers. <laughs> like, yeah, we're here to buy a gun. That's That's the real reason we're here. And he's like, okay, here's here's my guns. Yeah. But then immediately they're like, tell us about the fucking bomb, asshole. <laughs> <laughs> right. And then he put his head inside Teddy's mouth. Yeah. So, uh, all right. So they say, tell us about the bomb. He lets off another bomb. And then they capture him after that because they're okay. They don't get blown up, unfortunately. And then they like torture information out of him. Do you guys remember how they proceed about this torturing? They just keep telling him Teddy's going to eat him. Well, no, the guy, first Teddy first, sits on him and fucking farts. Oh, that's right. That's the kind of humor this movie brings. Oh, yeah. His butt trumpet. Right. Oh, that's what it was. You're right. The butt trumpet. That's what they refer to it as. Gotta go blue. And you've got nothing Stupid. else. And his breath, right. somehow his breath smells, because that's where they start first. Yeah, they start <sighs> blowing the breath in the face. It It has no effect. And then they do the butt trumpet thing doesn't work and then he's like all right i'm just gonna bite your fucking head off unless you tell us he's like all right i'll tell you it's dumb yeah <laughs> pretty dumb so what does the guy tell him he says uh well i don't know he says oh he says kane is behind everything kane is the guy that intends to turn the world into the ice age again for reasons and he also has cloned all the dinosaurs so all the dinosaurs that exist are because of him and this is just fine in the world. Like, you can just create these dinosaurs and, you know, give them, like, human intelligence, have them walk around, and it's fine. There's no, like, repercussions well, to this. It's Armin Mueller-Stahl, and he's got a real weird resume. I mean, he's been in some garbage, but he's also been in, like, Academy Award-nominated films. You never know what you're going to get with that, dude. It's still weird. Well, what, didn't Whoopi Goldberg win an Academy Award for Best Supporting Role in Ghost? Did she? You I, know, she might have. That movie did get nominated. I thought she did. Yeah. I might be wrong. The guy goes into another convoluted plot point about how he made some kind of like serum that lets you reanimate because he made it from like the fishes, like in the deepest part of the ocean or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that if you see. inject this serum, you can defrost or you can still live or something. Yeah, that's right. He says he it, isolated the enzyme stupid. that allows them to live after being frozen solid. Yeah. So there's another useless details or just another part added in to confuse you more yeah i mean i guess i they have to say it but it's just 
you don't follow. It's really hard to track what's going on. Maybe it's the way, the order in which they tell you things. It's the order and the pacing. It's just awkward. It's stumbly. It doesn't flow. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing good, Dad. Okay. <laughs> so Act Three, I think. So we got Whoopi Maybe Goldberg. Had axe. <laughs> I don't know. It's just one long fucking. <laughs> This is like an experiment. One long drain on my soul. <laughs> yeah. Like Kenneth Branagh's version of Hamlet was unabridged and ran like four and a quarter hours long theatrically with an intermission. And I wasn't bored for a moment during wow. it. 20 minutes into this, I was like, I'm done. I need to get done finishing this movie. What about Kenneth Branagh's uh, Frankenstein? Yeah, I'm. It, it's interesting. I like his Shakespearean stuff. I have mixed feelings about his version. of De Niro was Frankenstein was a weird choice. Very, very weird choice. Now, on multiple levels, we we should discuss that separately. Like, I would really, I would really like to. Yeah, I've I've defended that movie since I was like eleven. And there is a lot, in fairness, that is worth defending about that movie. He's a very good filmmaker, but I don't know, man. I don't know. I want to ball Bonham Carter though, man. She was beautiful. In any case, we yeah. didn't even mention the whole Molly, like burlesque dance scene. Where Molly is at the club. Oh God, yeah. Well, tell us about like, it, Alan. God, what I, why did I even say something? <laughs> she finds her sexy. <laughs> She's supposed to be like the sexy dinosaur. Yeah, Molly. She has this like Jessica Rabbit, like you know, nightclub, yeah, like, like song moment. Sexosaurus Rex. Yeah, and it's like five minutes, which is way too long, and feels like it's longer. But it's just yeah. her singing some unforgettable song. Unforgettable. <laughs> I like I don't even know what she was singing. I don't, I don't remember the word. Forgettable would be the word. <laughs> or I mean unforgettable. Never mind, I'm retarded. Very forgettable. What's the opposite of unforgettable? Forgettable means flammable. <laughs> forgettable. So she sings this forgettable song. Oh, there's like, it's just so awkward the way she's moving around and dancing and trying to be like sexy, but it's a dinosaur. Yeah. Dinosaur puppet. Yeah. They puppet. talk to her in her, her like changing makeup room at, afterwards and the detectives are asking her about the guy that got killed. Like, what do you know about him? And she's describing it and she's like behind like a, you know, like a wall separator thing and she's like changing and you see her like pull down her stockings. Yeah. It's, it's oh, really God. weird. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's like supposed to be like that Sharon Stone moment in Basic Instincts where you see up her skirt, except it's not at all. It's really just uncomfortable. I don't know if it's supposed to be quite that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like rough-skinned animatronic dinosaur. It's so awkward. The cast apparently thought at one point that most of the dinosaurs were going to be redone with CJ. I just I can't imagine what that would have looked like. 1995 CG, it would have looked like probably... Uh, Cat Eyes Java from the special edition version mm -hmm. of episode four. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I was going to use a, a movie relevant to 95, but yeah. Something uh, to be but Yeah, but true. I mean, my thought would have been uh, Jumanji. The CG in the first Jumanji is not good. I, I'll defend that one. I think it was really good at the time it came out. It really was. It just had didn't age well. It didn't age the way like T2 or Jurassic Park did. It sucks. <laughs> this movie sucks. I'll debate you a little bit about that. <laughs> I, I, I'd still say it's better than Cat Eyes Java. <laughs> <All right. laughs> it's still better than this movie. 
everything's better in this movie. Oh, yeah. Jumanji, which came out the same year, is better, for sure. All right, so that's Molly. Um, let's also meet a kid <laughs> whose name we don't know. Um, what is that kid's oh, name? That kid. Yeah, that kid. So, that Whoopi kid. Goldberg has, like, befriended a local, like, kid that works at a fucking hot dog stand or something. Keeps trying to pimp her out to his dad. Yeah, yeah. There's, like, a, I guess a joke, like, that she... The kid wants Whoopi Goldberg to date the kid's dad. I don't know. I don't know if that's exactly what was going on there. But. Yeah, it's it's weird, unnecessary. It, but the kid is basically like her little friend, right? Yeah. He's just there to get captured, which he does. Do you guys remember how he gets captured? It's pretty funny. Oh, he's at the he's at the rollerblading park, or where is he? Like some skate park or something. And he finds some glowing like arcade machine. And it's weird because he's like, why is this there? It, it just looks weird. And as he goes up to it, they grab him and like bring him into the machine and kidnap yeah, him. Yeah, there's a guy in the machine yeah. like behind the screen that just breaks through the screen and pulls him in. It's actually kind Instead of, of this like kid booby trap. Yeah. What yeah. is it? You said it was a mimic? Yeah, it's a fucking <laughs> D&D like mimic. Oh, a treasure. Yeah. <laughs> nope. It's not a treasure. It's your ass. Yeah. So they kidnap this kid. So dumb. Yeah. Uh, so he's kidnapped. Um, Molly gets captured as well, somehow. And they're being, you know, held as hostages by the big bad, Kane, the wrestler. Molly gets captured when she's taking a bath. Yeah, that's right. And they, like, break into her house, and it's weird. She's, like, taking a bath right next to her, like, one foot away from her head is, like, a little window. And some guy just, like, sticks his hand through the window and points a gun at her head. It's pretty good. <laughs> Brilliant. Couldn't have been better. All right. No way. How do you get better than this, gentlemen? <laughs> <laughs> this is like hard to talking about. <laughs> I mean, I'm bored of it. <laughs> just, I want to be done talking about it worse than I wanted the movie to be over. Steve's already checked out. All right. I'm thinking about dinner. <laughs> Fuck this. All right. So uh, they go to face off against Kane and his goons to like, rescue everyone and stop this fucking ice age that they're trying to enforce they go to fight kane and edge which are actually were uh both wwf wrestlers <laughs> that's true <laughs> kane and edge the ultimate tag team and he's Where's got, christian and the undertaker right <laughs> he's got this whole what he calls this art the arc he's like saving bio samples of all the world's animals so that he can recreate them after the freeze but but i still i want to know why i there's no why is they why don't the tell you why. they don't tell you why he does that they don't right. tell you what the grid police are they don't tell you what the ninja <laughs> grid is they don't tell you how any of these guns work they don't tell you how a dinosaur can drive they don't tell you how that <laughs> helicopter works they don't tell you about how Whoopi goldberg works she's some kind of yeah. weird bio where at one point she's just like electric electrical like they she's shorting nothing. out <laughs> none of this movie is explained yeah <laughs> At one point, she's like, my Bioware is glitching out. And I've, like, played Bioware games. And I'm like, oh, God. <laughs> I feel you. I feel you there. Oh, God. She gets shot in the end when they finally um, confront them. She gets shot, like, six times. Yep. And that's when her Bioware glitches out. But she got shot. Like, they they don't explain that. How is she not dead or, like, severely? She just temporarily incapacitated bullet resistant yeah she's a t-1000 advanced prototype well then also okay i didn't even think about this till just now if she's 
if she's like a like an android cop, and you go back to the scene where they tell her they're going to partner her with Teddy, and she's like, no, I don't want to be partners with the dinosaur. Why does a machine get the option? Like, why is it even able to argue? It's a fucking android. You should be able to just program it and say, this is your partner. Be like, oh, okay, thanks. Also, like, why does she have... Who wants a police officer robot that talks back? <laughs> Terminate. <laughs> Terminate. Terminate. Kill it. Maybe yeah. she's more of a cyborg. She's got her own personality. Okay. It never makes sense to me, though. I mean, honestly, it doesn't make sense to me in Star Wars. And I love Star Wars, but it doesn't make sense to me there. Why does C-3PO need a personality? He's there to do a job. His job is to translate for you. He doesn't need to be sassy. Just translate. <laughs> Shut the fuck up and translate. That you speak botchy or not. <laughs> like... Well, if droids could think, there'd be none of us here, would there? Right. That brings up another point where we still don't, we're not sure what Whoopi Goldberg is, but regardless, she seems to have none of like the enhanced powers of being a cyborg. Yeah. She should be able to have like speed and power and jump and she should be able to just crush people, but she never does at all. She should be Kusanagi. And she's yeah. like the farthest possible thing from it. Yeah, she should be a lot stronger, more badass. Right. She should have like, you know, little attachments that have like grappling hooks that shoot out of her wrists or something. She but just she has doesn't a gun. Do any of that? Nothing. She's like two face. She's yeah. got a gun. She's a ghost bio in the shell. Where taste this out of my mouth. Cyborg Android. <laughs> ghost in the shell is pretty good. Yeah, I, I mean the anime. I'm not watching that live action one again. <laughs> <laughs> Almost had him. No. Right. <laughs> Uh, so they they face off Whoopi Goldberg gets shot unfortunately and we have um, our T-Rex Teddy who goes after the big bads so Edge who is like the main henchman and uh, Kane who is a wrestler that wears all red (laughs) Mayor Kane (laughs) yeah who is the mayor of uh, some city in Tennessee (laughs) Knox County or something yeah yeah. he's he's the mayor (laughs) Mayor Kane. So she goes after, or no, the dinosaur goes after them and stops them somehow with like, he doesn't want to use a gun because he doesn't believe in violence, right? Yeah. Even though he's a T-Rex. Yep. So he, he like creates a grappling hook and like throws it to the car they're driving away in and somehow it crashes the car, I think. Or no, wait, does he slide he, in? He like kicks him. He like He captures. grapples Kane yeah. and then it causes the car to crash with edge in it and edge dies yeah yeah so he he kills edge even though he doesn't believe in violence it's stupid (laughs) it doesn't make sense you don't think it's a masterpiece (laughs) what's the opposite of masterpiece (laughs) (laughs) theodore rex (laughs) the antonym for masterpiece is theodore rex yeah well um i mean the bad guy gets captured and they stop this ice age event like it's like a remote control missile or something right so he fires it at yeah. the beginning and it's like a hundred countdown it's like a hundred seconds until it like sets the whole world into a new ice age but he turns it off at the last second except it's like 10 minutes in the film yeah it's 10 it's, minutes yeah it's for sure after about actually no it might be more because after about 10 minutes they're like countdown's at 50 it's like come on <laughs> It's always the way it goes in movies, man. The timer never matches. Yeah, but they this really fuck really it up. Bad. Yeah. yeah, there's no consistency here. It's just whatever's happening. There was one. What was that movie called? It's like one of his few attempts to do like a mainstream action movie. Johnny Depp was in a movie about the same time this came out, where he's like an accountant or something, and bad Nick guys. Nick of time. Nick of time. There you go. And they really, they. I mean, it's not exact, exact, but they timed the movie out to the time in the film down to like. 
I mean, they're only off by like three minutes or something. That's pretty good. Yeah, they I did like a that. great job. Yeah. yeah. I like that idea, like, you know, to try to make it like, yeah. Right. I like real time stuff in movies. Yeah, it wasn't a great movie, but that part of it was clever. Absolutely. You guys ever see Locke? No. It's like a real time movie with um, Tom Hardy. It's just him in his car on his phone for the whole movie. (laughs) And the whole movie is his conversations about like things that are happening in his life and his job. It's actually really good. Interesting. I like him. Yeah, it's like a pretty good experimental type of film, but that's all the movie. It's just him in his car. Right. Huh. Anyway, uh, so this movie ends about here. So the ending is kind of your typical like big ceremony. They save the day. They give like the Medal of Honor or whatever to the to T-Rex guy. Princess Leia gives the medals. Oh, wait. no. Teddy's in a sling because he got injured. (laughs) Yeah. One of his arms is in a sling. (laughs) So they saved the day, but he got injured and stupid. They're the heroes, and Teddy finally became the hotshot detective he always dreamed of being. Fuck. Full character arc, man. And then our nightmare was over. They didn't even start on a character arc for any of the characters in this movie. It's just like, here's some people and a dinosaur. Whoopi Goldberg's racist, and then by the end, she's not. (laughs) Oh, God. She's a racist cyborg. And then we got the would-be detective dinosaur. Uh, she's a species. She's a species. Yeah, I it's guess. amazing that like artificial intelligence can be so bigoted. <laughs> it makes sense. That'll bring about the downfall of humanity. Shit right. like that. She's gonna have, first. It's the dinosaurs, then the rest of us, man. It's like Skynet, but racist. Did you just assume my race? <laughs> I identify as an artificial intelligence. I identify as a dinosaur. Ugh. Well, I guess that's all there is to this movie. Thank God. Yeah, we've already given it a lot, Mark. <laughs> like, I mean, I think we maybe spent a combined like 12 minutes actually talking about this movie. but This review is going to be a little bit shorter than most. But I mean, the, the movie itself is pretty short. It's 90 minutes and it's just like incoherent fucking plot points Nonsense. and stupid fucking fart jokes. I mean, and- they could trim it down. You take about 88 minutes out of it, it'll be all right. <laughs> They could cut some shit out of this. This is like a long time of this dude fucking brushing his teeth and taking a shower. That helicopter scene where he was like swinging through the air was like fucking almost 10 minutes. <laughs> it felt like it. Like it should have been a lot shorter. Yeah, there was nothing redeeming about this. Nothing funny about it. Too long, too cringy. Not funny. <laughs> Bad. Not funny. What's your rating? Can I go lower than zero? <laughs> I think you can. I, I honestly want to go negative with this film. I hated Mario Brothers. And other yeah. movies are like, ah, okay, whatever. But this movie was just garbage beyond garbage. <laughs> there was nothing redeeming about this. There was nothing interesting. There was nothing funny. The story didn't make sense. It was hard to follow. They spent $33 million on this. <laughs> I'm giving it a negative two dinosaurs out of... 50. <laughs> I hated it. Steve. I'm not even going to give it a normal rating. I'm just going to refer to it as an, extinct, an extinction level event. <laughs> like, this is the kind of movie that just makes you want to be extinct. <laughs> uh, I'm going to give this movie 0 out of 10. It's the worst movie I've ever seen. It's fucking horrible. <laughs> um, I hate it. Uh, Whoopi Goldberg. 
whose character is really angry. I'm pretty sure that's just her pissed for losing that lawsuit and being forced to be in this fucking piece of shit. But she got an uh, extra two million bucks out of it. The dinosaur is an unlikable fucking happy-go-lucky piece of shit. The kind of people I don't like in real life, actually. Um, he's just like, oh, I'm a fucking goofball dinosaur. I'm fucking, I'm just trying to be a... Fuck you. Fuck this movie. Fuck the long takes of stupid inane shit of like them walking to a car. Like, trim that shit out, bro. Fucking padding, man. I don't like this movie. No. At all. Yeah, that's like, like, like the worst movie I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah. I'd rather do a back-to-back double showing of Mario Brothers and Batman and Robin. Oh, yeah. And like, it, I mean, seriously. Yeah, Absolutely. The Room is better than this movie. I'd rather be in the waiting room of Planned Parenthood nervously awaiting STD test results. <laughs> like, I really don't want to do this again. <laughs> and <laughs> you swore never to do that again. Right? After the third time, it gets really fucking tired. I wish that was an <laughs> actual scene, and then you, like, whisper to yourself. You're like, man, at least I'm not watching Theodore Rex. <laughs> right? <laughs> you know what? From now on, anytime I'm, like, stuck at the DMV... Or, like, doing something I really don't want to be doing. Like, I'm fucking vacuuming, scrubbing my shower. It's like, you know what? At least I'm not watching Theodore Rex. No shit, man. <laughs> That's what gets me through the tough times now. Right. <laughs> I think about how much worse my life could be. Right. <laughs> Straight yelling at homeless people. Hey, at least you're not watching Theodore Rex. I don't know how good they have it. Right. Look, that tends a hell of a lot better than a night with Theodore Rex. <laughs> You ever uh, seen Theodore Rex, though? Well, you fucking dodged the bullet, man. Yeah. If you haven't seen this movie, I wouldn't. This was a mistake. I apologize. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, don't watch it for this podcast, that's for sure. Um, yeah. I doubt anyone will, but, you know. If you're thinking about it, don't. If you find another video that tries to make a case to this movie, you just send hate mail to whoever created uh, it. That, there, there can't be. There cannot th- be people defending this movie. I think there are. I really do. Okay. I don't. Want, I don't want to know them. <laughs> Is this movie good for kids? No. I mean, it's a. It's not content inappropriate, but like, I can't imagine even a kid really liking this. I had a hard time following the story as an adult. I can't imagine a kid would know what the fuck is going on at all. Yeah. You know, I, when I was a little kid. I really like dinosaurs. Yeah, me right? too. I was a kid of the '80s, so that means I was a, a kid in the '90s. Right. So. 90s was a big time for dinosaurs and little Dude, kids. Dinosaurs yeah. are sick. So, They're like, you know, real dinosaurs. Do you think we would have liked this movie if we were kids because of the dinosaur stuff? I mean, I was still about that age when it came out. And, like, I, I just have I have no memory of even knowing what it was until I saw it in the video rental store and didn't care to see it. And, like, I mean, Jurassic Park, I went ape shit over. By the time I was six or seven, I could you show me a poster of a bunch of dinosaurs. I could tell you what two thirds of them were called and. What period they lived in? I love dinosaur shit. Even even then, I really don't think so. No, uh, it's no. <laughs> right? That's all I have to say. Yeah. Oh man, there's no way we could know, but yeah, yeah. I, I, mean, I, I would like I'm to wrong. hope, you know. Yeah. You know what the dinosaurs in the nightclub reminded me of? Just I just thought of this. Um, you guys remember Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas? Yeah. Oh god, the casino <laughs> scene. Yeah. Yes. Oh my god, you're so right. I was right in the middle of a fucking reptile zoo. And somebody was giving booze to these goddamn things. It won't be long now before they tear us to shreds. A hundred percent you're right. Someone was giving these things booze. <laughs> I 
Fucking love that movie. Holy shit. Oh, man. Yeah, you're right, though. Totally. Oh. So, uh, I think it's Alan's turn to draw from the hat. If you don't mind handing it over, Steve. You, you oh, drew geez. this one, right, Steve? That was your lucky I draw? I believe I did. Okay, yeah. let's see. This better not be fucking Mac and me. Okay. Nothing can be worse than this movie. Mac and me might be. Oh, my God. I don't think Mac and me's in the hat. I'm pretty sure it's not. <laughs> Okay, I picked at random. I don't know what I got, but we'll find out right now. I'm crossing my fingers and ties. <laughs> oh, okay. This is actually kind of a funny one. It says, any M. Night Shyamalan movie. We get a rando pick. Okay. So is that my picking? Yeah, the drawer pick? gets to pick. So I can pick any M. Night Shyamalan movie. Oh, damn it. Yep. It's the dumbest one. Uh, I, kn- I think I know what he's going to pick. No, you don't. <laughs> don't underestimate my powers. <laughs> you underestimate my power. <laughs> All right, so we have to go with ones he directed, obviously, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay, there's a... Uh, the last... Sixth Sense is too good. No. All right, so The Sixth Sense, Unbreakable, yep. Signs, yep. The Village, Lady in the Water, The Happening, The Last Airbender, After Earth, <sighs> The Visit, Split and glass. Great. There's one movie in there I don't hate. The Lady in the Water. Oh, fuck. All right. Well, you know what? You were right. I didn't figure, I didn't guess correctly. That one's supposed to be pretty dumb. Uh, Haven't seen it. Paul Giamatti. I never saw the whole thing. Uh, I thought for sure you would pick The Happening, The Last Airbender, or After Earth. But yeah. Lady I in thought the water. about After Earth. I saw The Happening and it was stupid. The After Earth has your favorite actor. Oh, and yeah. Steve's favorite you, actor. No, he's already picked. It's too late. <laughs> you cannot re-pick because Jaden's in it. Cypher too... Rage. No. You're right. You've already picked. I want to use my one re-roll. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. Throw my lifeline. No, no, I, I want Lady in the Water. You got the luck perk. That, one, yeah. <laughs> that one's supposed to be pretty dumb. All right. I Lady in the Water it. it is. Paul Giamatti. All right. <laughs> Damn well, it. thank you all for listening to this uh, short episode of Big Dumb Movie. Don't see Theodore Rex. Just... I don't know. Go out to dinner with your family. Do, Do something, man. Anything else. Somebody send help for me. <laughs> it's not worth it. You got everything you need to know from this podcast right now. That's all you need to know. Now, Lady in the Water, now that's going to be a good one. A good in what sense? <laughs> <laughs> good as in it's better than Theodore Rex. It's going to be a movie. It's You know what? It's a movie. We can agree about that. <laughs> that sure was a movie we saw. <laughs> <laughs> next time on movie <laughs> join us next time on our podcast movie movie alright guys thank you for listening if you want to email in you can email us at bigdumbmovie at gmail.com and you can find us on Instagram bigdumbmoviepodcast we're also on YouTube and uh, thank you for listening see ya let's get drunk <laughs> he's a dinosaur <laughs>